These are the readings appointed for the 1st of October, 2023. It is the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, and the 21st proper in our numbered propers of year A in Ordinary Time. Let us pray. O merciful God, grant to your faithful people pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. My friends, our readings this week remind us how God desires mercy and not sacrifice. We often fall short, but the Lord is patient and forgiving. He calls us back to himself time and time again, not wishing that any should perish. Therefore, let us return to the Lord in faith, our Lord who freely loves and abundantly pardons us. Clothed in Christ's righteousness, we become co-workers in God's vineyard, bearing the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness. Our labors will not be in vain, for the harvest is plentiful. As heirs with Christ, we share in his sufferings that we may share in his glory. Strengthened by the Spirit, may we humble ourselves and consider others above ourselves, counting each as better than ourselves. Then will we shine as lights in the world, living gospel lives that draw all people into his kingdom. Our first reading comes from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. God reproaches Israel for blaming their sins on their parents. Each person will be responsible for their own sins, says the Lord. But if the wicked repent, the Lord will forgive them for he takes no pleasure in death, but desires life for all. This is Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 1 through 4, and then skipping down to verses 25 through 32. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. 
Because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live. He shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, declares the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest iniquity be a ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed, and make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God. So turn and live. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm this week is the Ad Te Lavave Domine, which ancient readers took to speak of Christ prophesying the resurrection. It is a prayer for guidance, forgiveness, and redemption. The psalmist asks the Lord to remember his mercy and love. Waiting patiently for the Lord, he seeks instruction and redemption. Unto you, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. My God, I have put my trust in you. O let me not be ashamed, neither let my enemies triumph over me. For all those who hope in you shall not be ashamed. But those who deal untruly shall be put to confusion. Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me forth in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. In you has been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, which have been from of old. Remember not the sins and offenses of my youth, but according to your mercy, think on me, O Lord, in your goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. Those who are meek shall he guide in judgment, and those who are gentle shall he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, forgive my sin, for it is great. Who is the one who fears the Lord? He shall teach him in the way that he shall choose. He shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the land. The Lord reveals his secret counsel to those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever looking to the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate and in misery. The sorrows of my heart are enlarged. 
or bring me out of my trouble. Look upon my adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Consider my enemies, how many they are, and how they bear a tyrannous hate against me. Or keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I have put my trust in you. Let integrity and righteous dealing preserve me, for my hope has been in you. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. We are continuing to read through Paul's letter to the Philippians. In this passage, Paul exhorts the church to be united in Christ. We are told to humbly consider others before ourselves, as Christ did. Christ humbled himself and was exalted. So we are to work out our salvation in reverence and trust, for it is God who is at work within us. This is Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. So, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we continue moving forward in Matthew's Gospel this week, We have a fairly short parable before us. Jesus tells us a story contrasting two sons, one who said he would do the work but uh, didn't do it, and one who said he wouldn't do it but then did. It is better to obey than just to talk. And Jesus accuses the leaders of the people of God of not believing John where tax collectors and prostitutes believed 
and repented. This is Matthew 21, verses 28 through 32. What do you think? A man had two sons. And he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we give these scriptures a moment to sink more deeply into our hearts, I'd like to read a poem of Thomas Traherne, a great author of the Oxford Movement era. This is his poem, The Salutation. It's a rather dense contemplation. And the theme is a movement from the affirmation of being of life into an awe at the grandeur of God. Oftentimes, it seems like to affirm our own being is to deny God, and conversely, to affirm God, to repent from that, is to deny our own being. But in truth, as we enter deeply into the heart of being, into the midst of God's vineyard, we find that this leads us also into a heart of wonder at the goodness, the mercy, the grace of God. This is Thomas Traherne's poem, The Salutation. These little limbs these eyes and hands which here I find, these rosy cheeks wherewith my life begins. Where have ye been? Behind what curtain were ye from me hid so long? Where was, in what abyss, my speaking tongue, when I, silent I, so many thousand thousand years beneath the dust did in a chaos lie? How could I smiles or tears or lips, or hands, or eyes, or ears perceive. Welcome, ye treasure, which I now receive. I that so long was nothing from eternity, did little think such joys as ear or tongue to celebrate or see, such sounds to hear, such hands to feel, such feet beneath the skies on such a ground to meet. New burnished joys, which yellow gold and pearls excel. Such sacred treasures are the limbs in boys in which a soul doth dwell. Their organized joints and azure veins more wealth include than all the world contains. From dust I rise, and out of nothing now awake. 
these brighter regions which salute mine eyes, a gift from God I take, the earth, the seas, the light, the day, the skies, the sun and stars are mine, if those I prize. Long time before I in my mother's womb was born, a god preparing did this glorious store, the world for me adorn. Into this Eden so divine and fair, so wide and bright I come, his son and heir. A stranger here, strange things doth meet, strange glories see, strange treasures lodged in this fair world appear. Strange all, and new to me, but that they mine should be who nothing was, that strangest is of all yet brought to pass. Let us pray. Faithful God, as much as we cling to sin and death, you call us to repentance and life. Give us hearts to discern your gracious will, that we may walk in your ways, following in the way of your cross where Christ leads us, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.